Have you found yourself just about to drift off to sleep when a snoring husband wakes you up? Not only that, you are woken up with adrenaline flowing through your body with the palpitations and a sense of dread, and you are wondering, how will I ever get past this? If this sounds familiar to you, you're not alone. This is exactly what has been happening to Allison. In this episode of Mining the Comments, we will understand the situation, what's really going on, and see how you and Allison can arrive at a place of peaceful sleep and peace of mind. What a change to have been so profound that I look full at the problem in the face. Like, okay, insomnia, do your worst. I'm not running from you. I'm not going to be scared. It's just something that's just so simple. Like the truth, the truth has to be simple. Otherwise, it's not the truth. I was so trapped in my head before. When I say my whole life changed, like my whole life changed. I'm Coach Daniel, and this is a Sleep Coach School. Welcome again to Mind in the Comments. And uh, yes, I stated in the intro there, we will look at a comment from Allison and see how her struggle actually leads to a deep understanding of insomnia and other inner struggles. And we're going to get hopefully really practical here uh, in a way that will be really helpful to you. So yeah, without further ado, let's look at this comment from Allison that came in just 17 hours ago as of you know, as of today, you know, as of, as of this recording. In this comment, Allison says the following. My hubby snores. Much of the time, I'll almost be asleep next to him when he snores and wakes me up. Adrenaline pumping. Then I really can't go to sleep. I don't see how I can deal with it at all. So many sleepless nights. We sense in this comment the, the you know, the frustration and and the almost kind of sense of hopelessness in terms of like not not seeing a pass through this. But Alison, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you commented and that we get a chance to, to learn here. And again, in a way that I think will be really helpful. So as I was reading this, there were like these two words that to me were a key insight, really, really helpfully worded by Alison. And that to me were the words adrenaline pumping. Alison notes that not only is she woken up by the snoring, but woken up with this adrenaline pumping, or maybe I shouldn't even say woken up, just kind of like about to fall asleep and then alerted by the snoring. And again, the adrenaline is pumping. And here's the thing, and here's why I think this is an insight. If you take, you know, let's say a bunch of random people and you expose them to snoring and you see how they react, many will probably say that this was annoying. You know, this, this kind of bothered me. But what you will not hear is someone saying like, oh my gosh, when I heard the snoring and when it alerted me, I felt this sense of dread, like the world was coming to an end. Like I, I had no idea how to react to this. I was like full of fear. And why is this? Well, this is because snoring by itself doesn't automatically lead to us feeling scared. No, what leads to that adrenaline starting is our brain, you're thinking that we are in danger. So again, our brain thinking that it, there's some danger present that leads to a fear response. You know, that's a safety thing. Our brain wants to us to feel like really threatened, right? When it thinks there is some danger around us. So, so, so the, the, the kind of question then becomes, okay, so why is it that for me, you know, and, you know, imagine that, you know, we are Allison now, Allison may say, why is it that for me, when my husband's snoring alerts me, I feel this dread and this, you know, this adrenaline pumping through my body. 
Well, this now takes us to the true source of the fear, which is actually wakefulness. Insomnia happens when our brain has gotten confused. It has started to think that being awake at night is not only something that we may not want, but it is dangerous. It's a threat. It's something that shouldn't be happening. It's bad. It means something is wrong with us. You know, this is the confusion in our brain when it starts to treat wakefulness, which is a completely safe mind um, state as a danger, right? Very, very common confusion, but this is the reason. So when snoring alerts us, it's not the snoring that scares us. It's the fact that we think, oh no, now I'm not going to sleep. And which is the same thing as saying like, oh no, wakefulness is going to come now. Wakefulness is going to come and attack me, you know, something like that. And, you know, seeing this can be really helpful uh, because it takes us to the true level of the struggle, which we'll explore more. But this now takes us actually to a very, I think, you know, helpful and interesting place. And I, I just said that the true source of this reaction is, is the fear, fear of wakefulness, but we can go actually even deeper. The even truer source, if you will, of this fear is fear. And what do I mean by this? Well, where does the wakefulness that we have when we have insomnia come from? It's part of the fear response, you know, as part of us it being in a, in a fight or flight situation or a perceived, you know, fight or flight situation, you know, that makes us alert, vigilant. And that's, you know, it's part of the safety thing, right? So the, the wakefulness with insomnia comes from fear. And so what we're really scared of is, is, a, is a manifestation of fear, you know, and the same thing with the adrenaline pumping through our body, palpitations, you know, things of that nature. That is a fear response. So when we think, when we're kind of scared, like Allison didn't really say this, but uh, the way the comment was worded, we can sense that there is sort of a, a, a fear of the adrenaline pumping, that this was something that, you know, Allison really didn't want to happen, right? This is another example of fear of fear because the adrenaline is just one way we, we experience fear, right? So at the, at the core of all these inner struggles, like anxiety struggles, insomnia struggles, you know, they, they, they boil down to a fear of fear. Now, why am I choosing to go into like this kind of deep level of understanding when it's a pretty straightforward question about snoring? I think it is really, really helpful because when we see that, you know, we're scared of being scared, we can truly see that there's nothing to be scared about. Like it's just a confusion, but on a more practical note, we can see that it's not about the snoring, but rather it's it's about how we relate to our inner experiences. And why did I say that's, that leads to, to kind of, a you know, some practical outcome for us? Well, here's the thing. If we think that snoring is the issue, snoring is the thing we have to deal with, then it leads us to think about like, oh, should I sleep in a different bedroom? Should I wear earplugs? Should I do this and that? And we think we just have to block out the snoring sound and then, you know, all will be good. But in reality, this is not the case because what we're truly trying to escape is fear. And fear is not something we can block out with earplugs or things like that. In fact, oftentimes when people, you know, are quote unquote successful with blocking out sound, then what happens is they're like, okay, I don't hear that anymore, but what if it comes back stronger? What if I can't use this thing I, I do to block out the snoring, you know? So again, the fear doesn't go away, even if we don't hear snoring. And Allison actually has, you know, there's something else that's really helpful in Allison's comment. And that's seeing that Allison says that much of the time that snoring alerts me, but it's not all the time which again shows us that it is actually not about the snoring because sometimes the snoring is present, 
but Allison does not have this alerting uh, experience or the adrenaline pumping, et cetera, right? So again, it's not about the snoring, it's about our, our inner experiences. And that then takes us to, again, what I think is, it, this is a little fuzzier, but it's also, I think in the practical realm, which is answering the question, okay, when we see this, we see that we're scared of being awake, we're scared of, of being scared, really. What do we do? Well, we, we can see that anything we do that is the opposite of trying to escape is really, really helpful. So when we are sensing this adrenaline or when we are you know, having this racing thoughts or we're wondering like what's going to happen in the future, we can just see that for what it is. It's just manifestations of fear. And we can be like, I don't need to do anything about this. I can allow the adrenaline to, to, to pulse through my body. I can allow thoughts to happen. I can allow myself to feel scared. I can be with this. And essentially what we're doing at that moment is we're teaching our brain that we don't have to be scared of being scared. We don't have to be scared of being awake. We don't have to be scared of being alerted. There's really nothing we need to be scared of, you know? And when that happens, when we're no longer scared of our thoughts, our emotions, or our inner experiences, snoring can still be annoying, but it will not keep us from living a free and blissful life and having peaceful sleep. So yes, Allison, I hope this was really helpful to you and uh, of course to anyone else in our community who has faced a similar situation. I want to thank Allison for this comment. Thanks everyone for tuning in and uh, look forward to seeing you really soon. Land here for today. Bye for now. That was all for today. I hope you found this episode really eye-opening. And if you're looking for something more tangible, then head over to our website, thesleepcoachschool.com you'll find several coaching options where our teachings can be contextualized for you personally. If you decide to join, we look forward to seeing you on the other side.